what's happening? Welcome to the Grown Man Ish Podcast. I am Mike J, and with me, this is Bowtie Fresh in the building on a on an Indianapolis race day weekend. Man, what's good with you? Oh man, speaking of the race, bro, you know this this is like the extra mayo expo of all extra mayo expos, man. It's gonna be <laughs> popping for the for the folks who like melanin this weekend. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna de- definitely gonna be busy in the city, man. I know, I actually know quite a few folks with melanin that that do it up big for the race, bro. Like, I, you know, oddly enough, I guess you could say, I know quite a few folks that that, call, that go out there, man. It's a group of group of OGs that I know. They go every every damn year. They get like the same tickets. They do all the uh, tailgating and all that type of stuff. Like uh, my, my my OG, he's been out there since like yesterday afternoon, last night, and they like camp out or post up or whatnot he'll be there all the way through sunday man yeah i know people who go i just for me it's the melanin because <laughs> it's the mayo because of what is allowed to happen during these events yeah we're black yeah, we're yeah. for example yeah, yeah. being pissy drunk i remember one time man i was with my homeboys and i seen this chick with some dirty titties flashed us Oh no! Then them titties look like they had scum on them, but she flashed Damn. us, man. I, <laughs> no pine scum. <laughs> yeah, man. It looked like the shit on the baseball pad, like pine tar. But wow, <laughs> look like a damn, look like one of them wildlings from Game of Thrones, man. But that's what I say, man. It's just like yeah, you know, it's just it it's is the, it is quite different, though. It is quite different. Because you say, like, like I said, for race for the different various races that are going on here, man. You you see a lot of stuff that that, that goes on. You got people carrying open containers and you know doing all kinds of like you said flashing people there's little fights and scuffles and all that and you know it's kind of brushed under the rug but you know we've got events here in indy you know you know uh, black expo and 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 uh circle city classic and all that type of stuff and it's just like the, the smallest little thing like it's like last year i believe they said that there was like one minor incident for circle city classic but it was like all over the news but like it, they they don't they don't say that you know things have gotten better over the past couple of years you know for the black events or not even report anything at all just report the positive stuff but like you said man it, it is quite different here in this in this city <laughs> for for certain events yeah man so man so let's jump this mug off man I see you wanted to shout give some give you people some shout outs oh uh, yeah yeah man definitely I want to uh, give a shout out to my to my brother Caleb man he turned twenty one today. Or not today, but he turned 21 back on the 20th. My bad. Um, but he turned 21, and it, it's just crazy that that this cat is of legal drinking age. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was sending him some texts. I told him we're gonna have to have to get him some drinks and take him to the spot and get some titties in his face. Oh, <laughs> he was he was a little hype about it, man. But you know, my brother, the, the, my my brother's been through been through a lot in his in his life. Um, many many surgeries. Um, you know, as as a child, you know, he has a shunt and different things going on, man. But you know, he's he's overcame and persevered, and you know, as strong as ever, man. So definitely want to you know give a shout out to him and, and much love, and much love to him, man. And you know, we're waiting to see the see the great things that he's going to do, you know, as he transitions into adulthood and, and into full manhood, man. Yeah, man. Well, if he take him to babes <laughs> or somewhere like that, then that that will that will that will you know make the manhood go quicker. So shout out to Taylor going to going to babes and uh you know having a good time. 
Nah, I was gonna say we might as well just go ahead and, and just keep it, just keep it real, keep it real gutter, man. You know, he live off Post Road, man. We might have to just go ahead and go to Pure Passion East, oh, make man. it happen. Oh, <laughs> girls, them girls, them girls will turn Caleb out, bro. <laughs> Let's start this. Start him off with babes first, man. He go to Pure Passion. You got here giving his little checks and everything off, tricking his little dough off, man. Some somebody think he love her, you know. Gonna walk around the house with his shirt off, drinking out the orange juice, man. So let's get him the let's get him the babes out the orange juice. <laughs> let's let's get him the babes first, man. So he can go ahead and you know get get his issue off, man. Without no doubt, without, without getting kicked out the crib. No doubt, man. Uh, that, and then I want to give a shout out to my little niece Maddie, man. She turned one this week. Um, so you know she's a, she's a little small bundle of joy. You know, just it, it's funny seeing like you know kids and, and they're different you know personalities and that sort of deal but i uh, definitely want to set, shout out to my little niece maddie for turning one this week and you know she's she's starting to be on the move and all that type of stuff so it'll be interesting if, for when she starts to start getting into stuff tearing yeah. stuff up <laughs> you know what i mean oh yeah yeah so that's definitely man. shout out to them yeah man, man. So it's funny I've yeah been, man I haven't other than that man not much not much been going on with me other than that man you know quite a just, just that type of stuff, and you know, football for my boys. That's about it, bro. And I've been getting brolic. I've been in the gym. I asked them where to go after we get this episode taken care of, man. Uh, yeah, man, you that, mentioned that. You that, mentioned whole, it. that John Singleton shit made me think, man. Like, dude was only fifty years old, and I know like high blood pressure and hypertension runs in my family. I was just yeah. like, yo, like my daddy got diabetes. I'm like, I ain't trying to go out like that. If I'm gonna go out, you know, I'm you know, the quote of great the great prophet, I'm taking six niggas with me. And you can't take, no. you can't take six <laughs> niggas with you if you if you out here having a croaking on having a heart attack or stroke or something like that. So, you know, definitely man, doing my best to get in there and you know, y'all sit back, and I, you know, I always try to post what I'm working, what I'm listening to on the, uh, you know, before I hit the gym. So I'm still debating what I'm gonna listen to. So today, I was gonna say, man, yeah, you, you went from, you went from Ti to Wu Tang Clan, you know, yeah. a couple times. So I went to, I went I'll to say, UK what, what, yesterday. So I don't know, man. It just whatever, honestly, whatever the mood takes me, it could be albums, it could be whatever, man. So I just like something that I, I don't like to listen to new stuff because it's something because ain't nothing worse to listen to new album you don't like something, especially in the gym. You like you throw your vibe off, so. I don't know. It's usually like a. Hey man, so let me let me ask you this, man. If you you go to the gym, you listen to some up tempo stuff, man. You ever just go ahead and bump some, just like some straight house music? You know, just something. That, uh, not I don't mind house or or I don't mind go go or anything like that. But typically, when I'm in the gym, I want so I'm usually like you know I want something aggressive. Or, you know, all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, because you see me, I'm usually got my eyes. If I'm on doing some cardio, I'll probably look like a damn psychopath. Cause I, was out there, <laughs> <laughs> I was out there, you know, I was on the uh, ETS machine yesterday, and I was rapping Pimp C. I was, uh, I was rapping, uh, what was I rapping? Uh, uh, I think I was rapping this verse on murder. Cause I can never do Buns verse. I ain't got the damn breath for that. But nigga, I was like, I'm see, bitch. <laughs> I was up on there getting, you know, just chanting, you know, just, you know. Yeah, so you know, you see me ever see me out in the streets, man. I'm in the gym. I'm if I'm looking like a damn sociopath, I promise you, I'm not. Maybe a smidge, but you know, it's just I just be <laughs> trying, to, trying to get it over and done with, man. So that's just that's just what I've been on, man. So, hey, man. So, that, bro. Also, man, you know, shout out for our for the Game of Thrones fans. We did the Break Baby Edition. Uh, we did on Monday. Yes, sir. So Monday. <laughs> so yeah, shows. we did on Monday, man. So check, so check that out, man. So the show is over, and then to give y'all. You know, I promise y'all, I will watch the show. I am on season six, I think episode two or three. So I got, so I am a man of my word. So everybody who knows me knows how, how I get down. So 
once I finish, I will let y'all know, but I'm on season six, man. So all I'll say is that man, people, people What's still up? been talking about it, man. Oh, like people yeah. are still upset about about the game of get over it. I mean, you know, for somebody yeah. who watched it like now, nah, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I just said I would watch it because it was, you know, everybody was talking about it. Now, if I watch season eight in a vacuum, that's just trash. But you know, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, but the other seasons haven't been bad. So you know, I give, I give that. I was wrong about the show. It's been, it's sometimes it gets a little slow. But I was, you know, it's just kind of I'm, I'm falling asleep on a few episodes. But yeah, it's cool. It's you know, almost season six. So once I finish, I'm gonna try to knock out some episodes when I get back home today. But uh, I definitely will let y'all know. All right, man. So, no doubt, man. Oh man, one thing I know you want to talk about is this whole Queen Latifah and Will Smith thing. Yeah, man. So, so I saw uh, it saw it on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, about uh, Queen Latifah and Will Smith um, going to be making or doing a hip hop uh, Romeo and Juliet. Um, and there's been like so many uh, genres and variations of a Romeo and Juliet done over the years. I mean, I remember watching like some super old stuff in school. I remember seeing that. I can't remember if it was like 1998 or 
Um, but I also wouldn't mind seeing some, you know, some established folks in it as well. You know, I just I want to see a good production, a good show, and I want I want everybody that's associated with it, you know, to 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 succeed. So I'm gonna support it, man. All right, man. So one thing I want to support is uh, the brother Robert F. Smith, man. So for those that don't know, yes, sir. Robert F. Smith is a billionaire. He is a former engineer in Cornell. He's an alpha. He's done all these types of great stuff. And my man paid off him like close to $40 million of student loans for graduates in Morehouse College, man. Yeah, and man. Somebody who was dealing with both, and I would venture to say we both had student loan debt. Bruh, I, I ain't gonna lie, I would cry my damn eyes out if you wiped away my student loan debt. So, I mean, that is a blessing, man, to see that brother, man, to help another group of largely, I would assume, uh, people, men of color, to be able to start mm-hmm. their lives off, you know, to be debt free in that aspect, man. So, shout out to him, man. That's just like, that's that's awesome. When I seen that, man, I, I wouldn't know what to do, man. Can you imagine somebody saying, right. I, got you, I got your student loans? Man. I, I'm not even gonna lie, bro. I'm, I might have to share the thug tear. Oh, man, you beige. You beige. You gonna share more than the thug tear. You gonna be out here. You gonna be out here crying like, like you know, what I'm saying like, you know, Michael Jackson. I remember the time. Some shit like that, man. You gonna have your t-shirt all tangled up in there. You know, just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all ain't. You know, y'all y'all get emotional, man. But yeah, that's yeah, man. all jokes. Have, 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 having the, having a student loan taken care of, man. Like all your all your loan debt, man. That's yeah, that's amazing, bro. bro. Like I said, not, not not very many of us, you know, were, were blessed enough to be able to you know go through college you know without any without any type of debt so man that's that's major man definitely shout out to him for 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 helping them young men out you know establishing their dreams and getting them on a a good start in the quote-unquote life you know what i mean yeah yeah, so shout out to them man like i said that's too long that like i'm coming down like mama Payne on that episode with uh when uh you know david allen greer was the preacher and he was out there healing people oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I need saving. I need a healing. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy, man. David Alan is an underrated actor too, man. Oh yeah, he, he, he can do. He can do drama. He can do comedy. Yeah, man. I think he's like. Uh, yeah. he's, I thought he went to like Harvard or something like that. He's like, yeah, he's it's crazy. It's the same as his last show got canceled. But you know, that, those be the breaks, man. But uh, the hey, cool man, kids they got canceled. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh man, I love that show. Yeah, it got canceled. I seen that a few weeks ago. That's garbage. Yeah, so maybe somebody had to pick it up. Hey man, let's hopefully, uh, hopefully Hulu will. Let's that jump to that damn Trump news, man. So I know we both talked about this whole fucking Trump. Oh these, my god, these abortion laws, man, and the Republicans, and you know, uh, but it's just like I know it's Georgia, Alabama, <clears throat> it's like Mississippi, and I think North Carolina Miss- was looking into it was, and other places. I was gonna say I, I, the the last one I heard was North Carolina, and I was. Like really, North Carolina? Really? Like man. I had higher expectations of y'all. <laughs> but North Carolina, they get it into racism too. They just, it's it's yeah. like you know, it's just you know, it kind of gets blanketed because they have you know, Charlotte's so upwardly mobile and all the banking and all that type of stuff. But yeah, right. right. It's like this, man. And, and I'm gonna start it off, and then you can finish it. However, I as if you know, you can have feel. I don't feel like I have the quality. I don't. I, I just gonna be honest. I it ain't my place to tell a woman what to do with her body. There's right. nothing. That's just like if, if I was just talking to my lady last night. I can't if she got pregnant. What type of cat would I be to be like, oh, Yo, you need to get in the, you know, you either you you take away. I want you to have this kid. Even she don't want to have the kid. It's not. Right. My, it is not my right to do it, man. I think it's foul and it's fuck shit. What about you, man? Uh, oh, I I absolutely agree. I it, it it's it's ridiculous for. 
our government to try to implement policy on people's personal lives with regard that have nothing to do with anything that's that's going to you know really impact what the government is doing or anything like that like that's like me going into you know bob or or or, or uh, joe biden's house and being like you can't drink this orange juice who the hell am I to go in his house and tell him he can't drink orange juice? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, and I'm not minimizing it and putting, you know, abortion on the same level as something that's minuscule as orange juice, but I'm just, I'm using that as a context to say, who the hell are you to tell somebody what they can and can't do with their body? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, and then to even go out and, and really specifically speak to individuals or being a crime for an individual to have an abortion um, if they were raped. Or if, you know, they were a victim of violence or something like that. Like, come on, man. These people, these individuals, number one, were, were violently attacked, you know, in, in vile acts. And then, two, if, 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 a, if a child becomes of that, this individual wasn't, you know, outwardly trying to make that child. It wasn't with someone, you know, that they had a relationship with or loved or, you know, anything like that. And, again, that's not speaking down upon the fetus, you know what I mean? But these individuals have to have a choice for their own lives as well. And to, to implement a law to, to try to tell people that they can't do that or they're going to go to jail or face some kind of criminal, you know, ramifications from that, that's bullshit, man. And, and the Republicans have a history of doing this dumb shit across the damn board. This does, like the whole thing with gay marriage. I mean, who the hell are you to go and tell somebody you can't like this person or you can't marry that person? Who the fuck are you? Why do you care what these people are doing? I think that that's the thing, and it, 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 it's it, it's a lot of the, as Mike J would say, extreme extra fucking mayo. Yeah. But it, it is also just the fact of who the hell do you think that you are that you can just go and tell people what they can and can't do in their lives? You know what I'm saying? Go marry whoever the fuck you want to. Like I don't care what my what my beliefs are, what your beliefs are, or anything like that. That's your life. Yeah. Just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean that you have to not believe in it. Or just because I have an opinion on it doesn't mean that my opinion should be imposed on you. Go marry who you want to. Go fuck who you want to. And if you have if you have a child that you do not want and that you don't want to bring into this world, you have the right to abort that that pregnancy. It's just bullshit, man. Like it is absolute bullshit. I don't agree with that. I think it's wrong. Twenty. When I seen somewhere was twenty five white man. I think one white woman. Well, one seventy five year old white woman. 75-year-old. It gets to the point of, like, what, I mean, I know it's like kind of go piggybacking off what you said. How can you consistently be concerned with people's reproductive systems? But then, but the kicker is, they'll they'll say, oh, you need to, you know, you need to keep these babies. You know, you need to keep the babies. Then, say, for instance, that somebody, they's like, all right, we're going to keep the baby. Since you forced me, I can't, I can't abort the pregnancy. Oh, you're going to force him to do this. Then the second they ask for some assistance, then you, then you, then you turn your back on them. Yeah. Or or even or even worse, if you sit back and try to put the baby up for adoption, hell it's so damn expensive to try to adopt. I think I read it was like twenty two thousand dollars to try to adopt. Yep. So yep. if you're not if you're telling people women, okay, you have to keep this baby, and then it's like, all right, well, what if I need some assistance? Or what if I just don't yep. want it? Then who's and then okay, is somebody gonna be able to you know, you know, not easily adopt because you wanna make sure that people have some type of standards. You don't want to have sociopaths, you know, with kids, but it right. shouldn't be $22,000 worth. There should be some type of help program you want to adopt. You should be some, some type of government grants or something like that. So right. I, I don't, I don't understand it. Or then too, like you say, even it's so hard to adopt or that these, these kids may end up going into, you know, going into the system because these individuals, this, this woman may have been, you know, raped or whatnot. She doesn't want it. So she just naturally gives it up. 
But then these same people are going to turn around and complain about government assistance. The Republicans yeah. oh, are consistently yeah. complaining about government assistance, consistently complaining that, oh, you know, we're having to help and do this and do that. Well, stop trying to have these bull crap ass damn laws and stuff, and you wouldn't have to worry about that. You understand uh, what I'm saying? Like, they, they are consistently too involved and too concerned with what people are doing in their lives. If they, like, like I said, it's a history of it. They've done the same damn thing with, with, with gay marriage. They do the same damn thing with, just like we're talking about government assistance. No one should be able to tell a woman what she can or cannot do with her body, period. Or a man, for that matter. But I'm just saying, like, in this scenario, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Absolutely absurd, bro. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree with you, bro. Hey man, so let me let me add, let me let's let's get, let's let's uh, piggyback off of that because your man's been out here wilding. Hey, before, yeah. Before we did get you, to this stuff with Nancy, let's talk about him getting <laughs> off the thing with about Fox News, man. So a couple, you know, we try to talk about that damn Trump news, and man, that's gonna hurt when once that bastard finally leaves, either in a coffin, hopefully, or or he gets or he gets beaten in twenty twenty election. That's gonna take a big segment off the show. But I am willing to, I am willing to sacrifice this big yeah. ass content to get that bastard up out of there. <laughs> Yo, my man got mad at his man to Fox News. Yeah, he was in know? his he was in his feelings about hey, that boy, man. <laughs> Them tweets was coming hot and heavy. You know, they must have been taking all that during the executive time. Hey, man. I, you, you know that he has, you know, invested or investments in Fox News or, you know, just really care about what they say or think or do. Because, like, he, when he said, why are you wasting time doing interviews with the Dems? Yeah. Like, like, bruh, why do you care who they do interviews with? They are, no matter who they do interviews with, they still supporting you. So in the interviews that they're doing with the Dems, it's not like it's a positive thing. They out here trying to exploit or expose or twist what the Democrats are saying. So it's not having any negative bearing on you, but you in your feelings enough to just be like, oh, man, you know, you can't be out there talking to them. You can't be out here talking to that. That's that's like an insecure, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, like, he is insecure, man. <laughs> I, can't be- I can't believe the waitress asked you, you know, what you wanted to drink, and you said uh, lemonade. And the way you said lemonade was made me feel some type of way. Hey, let me give you an analogy, man. All right, so it's, it's Memorial Day weekend, right? And, you know, a lot of people like to go Memorial Day and kick it. Trump is the dude, if, he let his, if his lady's like, hey, hey, Don, I'm, I'm going to South Beach with my girlfriend. Trump is the dude to sit back and call on her every, every 50 seconds. Man, she in the club. She having a good time. He's that guy. He's that guy. Right. Me, Why you send me the voicemail? Your battery died. Who you with? I heard you dance with this big black guy named Wesley Pipes. I heard, I heard the Wesley oh. production cameras <laughs> oh, no. were around you. You know, I heard you want to be on black. <laughs> you know, he's that type of guy, man. Like, and this oh. stuff could be totally unfounded, man. But he's insecure. He's a he's, he's a sociopath and a lunatic, man. And transitioning that off, even he's talking about people committing treason, bro. You just can't be throwing that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> did you see? So yeah. the, did you see the reporter was like, so he he said you're you're saying that people are committing treason against you. He said, do you know that treason is punishable by death? So knowing that he he told Trump this, he said, and knowing that. Who are you specifically? Who are you specifically saying has committed treason to you and could face that type of punishment? So he baited Trump into saying these people are committing treason and they, they should die or could die. When he starts start rattling off names, I'm you like, bro, you two the, idiots. The, the, the woman and the man to my his lover Lisa Page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like yo, he's airing out dirty laundry, man. Like he. 
He's out there like, you know. He's, but he's lying about the 30 laundry. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like he just eliminates that. The last time I looked, I think the Washington Post said he had lied over 10,000 times since he's been president. Bruh. And shout out to the dudes who who lie. Listen, you know, you know, you get, whoever. Like we, I mean, you know, both both time out. We know a few, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's just like, damn dog, you, you need to get some help. Ten thousand live, unless he only been president what since twenty seventeen. I mean, yeah. twenty nineteen. But it's, yeah. it's, it's it's crazy, man. But, but he would probably mock you and say you lie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you <right>. lie. <laughs> and, then, and, then his, and then his dumb ass base, which we'll talk about this whole thing about Nancy Pelosi and everything else. And, you know, it's just like they believe that stuff. So I'm more like I, I'm pissed off at Trump, but I'm pissed off more at his base. I'm like, y'all, that's stupid. Like, y'all voting against what's your best interest for what? Like, I have a, you know, I have an employee, and she was like, oh, Donald Trump is real smart. And I was just like, damn, if I wish I could just fire her right now for saying some of the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, y'all, you can't be born on third and then talking about you hit a triple. No, right. <laughs> you, 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 know, you had everything afforded to you in life, and you want to talk about how smart you are, man. Well, the the, uh, the other thing about that is a lot of his base, some of some of them are you know individuals like him, but the majority of them, they they they're poor. Exactly. You know, That's uh, what, or what, the, what the the old adage, "poor white trash," is what you know what people yeah. would say. They they're poor. They're you know minimally or uneducated. You know. Not not very well funded, you know, in, in their personal lives, and those are the type of people that even in his campaign he made fun of. Mm-hmm. So like you're you're like devoutly supporting someone that, that has admittedly don't doesn't like you because you're not you know financially where he is or you're not one of the elites, but you still follow him for whatever reason for for the ignorant rhetoric. So his ignorant rhetoric rhetoric Man, pretty fit. much appeals to your level of education. It fits to him. Look how he talks. He doesn't talk like a president. And it's not even like I'm talking like the common person. But I can talk like street trash. I yeah. mean, even in his interview. <laughs> street I mean, trash. I'm, I'm saying, man. Just, there's a level of, of talk. You, you, you have to build a balance of two. He knows what he's doing. He talks to them, them simple-ass people. And I work with a gang of them. You know, whatever. You do your thing. But it, you're voting against your, your best interests. But man, did you hear what them get mad about Nancy Pelosi? You hear about the end of cards. So this is what we're gonna do. I'm, hey, I'm gonna throw the card. So, you know, since you typically have beige rage, I'm not gonna mess with you. I will be Trump, and you can be the people in the in the meeting. All right. So I'm on, so I'm pre, so I'm Trumpito. I'm President Trump, and I'm walking in the meeting. You know, this is a three minute meeting, y'all. All right. So, all right, the president is entered, and I start, and I'm writing the Raven. You know. Crooked Hillary and Nancy, and I want to. <laughs> and this isn't done, then we're gonna leave. Then you can attacking me, and I'm not making a deal with that. Ain't without you stop guys, stop attacking me. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit back and take my bad colors, bad suit off, and I'm gonna walk out the room <laughs> mad with a long tie. Yeah, man, that dude's tie. <laughs> that dude's tie is like a geek. You go around his damn waist, like I ain't. That shit's like a damn garden hose. Like I ain't never. Seen tie. <laughs> I just thought the 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 part that. That is that I thought was funny and just continues to you know uh, put in, put a spotlight on his childish behavior or whatnot is when he was going around mocking her. I think she said something like you know he's wild or he's crazy or something like that. And but you see Trump in this little in this little thing going oh he's crazy he's crazy he's crazy mm-hmm. like mocking her like trying to make her voice or whatnot. Like who does that? Like a my child. seven year old my seven year old son does that you know to his older brother. But I mean like you're supposed to be the president of the United States. Come on now. 
Hey, man. The funny part, the fun day, the last part, and we'll get off the Trumpito train, is uh, Kellyanne Conway. I think she's one of his advisors. She has oh, Nancy and asked Nancy Pelosi, is there something, something you want me to tell the president? She said, no, I only talk to the president. And she said, that's very, and, and Kellyanne Conway's more, that's very pro woman of you trying to be all, trying to be sarcastic. And I was just like, hell no, Nancy right on up. You know, oh, you know, it was hot going back. Oh, you know, I was going to say, you know, that fired her up. You know uh, she was in her feelings. And also, it's amazing how some how some people, they want to pull the I'm a woman card, but, you know, when it comes down to the stuff that affects them, but they anti-woman when it comes to everything else. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about a certain group of white women. So, you can take it however it is, but that's the truth. So, you know, we can deal with it, man. So, hey, man, so let's get to the Twizzle, brother. I know this is an old one, man, but I, I kind of, I want to I want to really have a, a somewhat of a conversation, man. So, I know we talk. Yeah, I'm just it's frustrating. It, it, yeah, I was gonna say it, that this this one frustrated and pissed me off. I, I I'm just flabbergasted, but you know I, I'm gonna let you take the root the, the rain on this because I might go off on a tangent. All right, man. So there's in, in Texas. This is probably cause we haven't recorded a regular podcast in like two weeks ago, about two weeks. So there was a Pamela you know, cop. He murdered a an unarmed black woman, Pamela Turner, shot her fire. Murdered. Let's make sure we keep, and it, we keep that word out there. Murdered. And the, and, the, and the video was, I saw it. I didn't even want to see it. I just happened to scroll through. I think it was on Twitter or something like that. You know, Twitter just kind of auto-plays the video, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if she was pregnant or not. There's been, you know, there's been some saying that she, that she was. Some people saying she was. I don't know. But there is also saying that she, she suffered from uh, schizophrenia. So mm-hmm. this is all reportedly, man. So it's <laughs> crazy. To continuously see people who look like Botan are, as a man, they're attacking our women constantly, man. Children armed, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the thing the thing that pissed me off was that she's whether she's pregnant or not, whether she suffers from mental illness or not, schizophrenia or not, you know, all, all those things can play a factor after the fact, you know, as we as it is now since we're ta- as everyone's talking about it. But the fact that she literally was just walking outside and then sat on a curb outside of her apartment, like, and you pull up on her. Yeah. Like, for what? For what reason? Like, you, you obviously were looking for trouble. You obviously were trying to profile her for whatever reason. I mean, I, I, like I said, she's a black woman that wasn't doing anything to anybody. She wasn't posing a threat to anybody at that time. The threat and, and the issue came when you arrived aggressively and started har- harassing her pretty much. Like, how? Like I said, all the other things come into, come into play after the fact. But, I mean, God damn it, dude. Like, th- something has to be done. I was on Twitter this morning, and this is, ju- this is just another story, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that thank God ended, you know, way, way in a different fashion than this. But there was, a, there was a black man, and I'm trying to look for it now. The black man outside of his home with a bucket and one of those little grabber thingies picking up trash. And he was approached, approached by a cop questioning him, going in on him. You know, what are you doing here? I have, you know, I'm trying to figure out why you're here. What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And the dude's like, I live here. I'm picking up trash. He's a Colorado. It was in Colorado. Yeah. He was a college student being racially profiled and held at gunpoint by a Colorado cop for picking up trash outside of his home. And he stood his ground. He, he complied in the very beginning. 
and with everything in the cop, but the cop just kept on asking the same questions in a different way, kept on poking, kept on prying. And the guy was like, you know what? I'm going back to picking up my trash. And he, and he started, then the cop is like, well, you need to put that down because I feel threatened. That's a weapon. I feel threatened. And the dude is like, number one, I'm not even near you. Two, I'm, you see me picking up trash, like visibly, I'm picking up trash. How are you threatened by me? How, what am I doing to this making you threat? He said, well, you have a weapon in your hand. You have a weapon in your hand. I'm giving you seven seconds to put it down. He's just like trying to egg it on, like trying to have an issue, trying to like purposely kill this man. Like, like in, in my opinion, I feel like he was trying to look for a reason to kill this man. Thank God that he didn't. Thank God that another cop came and was like, man, just give him his, give him his ID and let's go. But that shouldn't have to happen, man. And unfortunately, know. unfortunately, Pamela Turner died with five shots in her back from a punk bitch ass cop that wanted to try to show his authority, wanted to try to flex his muscle for whatever reason. I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm sick of it. I got a 10 year old son. I got a seven year old son. As, it's crazy for me as a fucking black man out here, you know, a, a, as an individual myself. But I worry every fucking day that my kids are growing up in this. I worry about my sons, man. I worry about them. I worry about your daughter. I worry about our, our, our close friends that, that, you know, our group of brothers that we have and group of brothers and sisters that we have and their children, man. They got to they gotta come up through this shit. And it's not getting better. It's getting worse, bro. This shit's baffling, man. It, it has to stop, man. It doesn't seem like anybody really is giving a damn or doing anything to do it. Yeah, because it doesn't... I'm, I'm it doesn't infect them. Now, I've seen something... And I seen something before the show it was in Atlanta, and I'm not sure how old. I know the cop got fired. It was a cop. I guess a young lady had missed court over a speeding ticket. Yo, he ended up hitting her with a taser. He ended up getting fired. But dog, you doing all this, all this paper, all this stuff for a fucking not going to court for a speeding ticket? Speeding ticket, yeah. So I mean, it, yeah. I mean, until I mean, and until and it's sad to say, and we we have to have some white allies because when. Because if black people talk, it's like, oh, white people just have this, like, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. It's just like, you know, when it comes to certain things, you know, it's just like if you have an issue with somebody, white people will look like, they'll just look like it doesn't, like, nothing affects them. It's like, they stop squawking long enough, then the issue will pass. But until it happens to one of them, it's like they happened in Minnesota, right? That mm-hmm. black, that, that, that cop was a man of color. He shot that woman. Man, convicted quick. Got a settlement to the family. Done, done deal. I'm sure the apology's in order. Hell, with somebody black guys like that, hell, we getting our humanities taken. If they if it's a picture, they finding the worst picture. They talking about your home yep. life. Anything that if if you sit back and cheating on the test in the fifth grade, they talking about that. <laughs> There's a lack of 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 black, black people of color of humanity, man, and it, it's sick. Yeah. So I mean, you know, usually we try to get the tools, but it, I mean, we're gonna give it. But it's it's frustrating. It's hurtful. Makes you angry. When you're yeah. human, when you when you don't have humanity, and then other people, I think, I think I think that you I think that you're right though, and because a lot of times in these in these type of scenarios, there's a lot of division. You know what I'm saying? And there needs to be allies on both sides. You need to have you know your your, your white allies, your Hispanic allies, your Indian allies, your your Hispanic allies, whatever. Like individuals who want what's right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's the only way that anything is really going to be changed. There's really going to be any impact. Like I, I feel fortunate enough to have those. I have, I have those in the workplace. Like I, I know that you don't in your, in your work environment, but I feel fortunate enough to have that even in my workplace. I, I obviously have it, you know, in my personal life, 
I have friends that are all different race, colors, creeds, sexual orientations or whatever. But like you said, different dynamics, different areas, different aspects of life. We all, all of the individuals that really want to change, all the individuals that are willing to stand up for something, we all need allies, man, period. I will stand next to a woman that's fighting this abortion crap because it's, it's bullshit. I will stand next to my, my gay and lesbian brothers and sisters because of the shit that's going on against them because it's bullshit. My Muslim brothers and sisters is bullshit. Like, we all need to stand together against this type of hatred and this type of dumb crap politics and all that stuff that goes on, man. Yeah, man. So we're going to just give it this. <laughs> I'm going to let you get a Twizzler, bro. Man, and this gives that, you know, this is like when you sit back and you have that nasty piece of food on the grill that you left out there. This is how I want these these motherfuckers who keep killing people of, of color on these cops, man. Just sit on this damn Twizzler, eat your damn donut, and really think, why did you want to become a cop? Because I meet some of these, these people who want to become cops. You know, I see them in my workplace. And you can tell it's a look in their eyes that they ain't, and some of them ain't about the right, man. And I'm not, we're not against cops. We are against injustice, man. So for yeah. all those people who continuously harass people of color who've done nothing wrong and were unarmed, man, y'all can go ahead and sit on that damn uh, Dollar General fake-ass Twizzler, man. Sit and spin, man, and go ahead and die. Great value, boy. Yeah, man. I ain't, no, they only get the great value, boy. You get that Dollar General stuff where they just, like, give you a whole bunch of random stuff that they couldn't sell nowhere else, man. So it's, it's, it's beyond, man. But let's switch it up to the May album, brother. So this is something, you know, I seen – I tweeted out something about Jake Nader. Yeah, he, man. He made a comment, and I'm, I'll, I'll read it unless you want to. No, go ahead, bro. So he said, and let me, let me, let me pull this up so I can, so I can quote Jake. <laughs> minimum, <laughs> wage, minimum wage isn't supposed to support a six-figure lifestyle. Cut out entertainment, drug, alcohol, and eating out comes. <sighs> Jake, Jake. Bro. <laughs> Jake. So before we dive into this, so this you know, Twitter did a deep dive on Jake. And they found that Jake could live in Jake's area where he could live, he could find an apartment for $475 a month. With the rising housing cost, it's not even about like doing drugs, alcohol, entertainment, etc. It's the basic necessity exactly. to live. And these and these lives and times, bro, you have to have a place to live. Depending on where you live, public transportation may not be available. We live in Indianapolis, yep. Indiana. There's probably a top 20, 25 city in population. Public transportation mm-hmm. is not readily available. If you don't, if you can live in somewhere where the cost of your living is, is down, but you may not have public transportation to get back and forth to work. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, there's yep. all these different things. And, like, and I hate to say it, but in the, in the year of our Lord 2019, <laughs> Internet is not a luxury anymore. It's a necessity. Think about yeah, okay, we almost. both we both we know I'm thinking about. All right, then we we both have kids, right? How yep. would how would your kids be able to do their homework without? I'm not sure. I know my kids are older than yours. Well, do they need the internet to do their homework? Cause mine does. So my boys, my boys need the internet to probably do. I would probably say at least forty percent of it. All right, so that's forty percent, right? Let's just say yep. he said entertainment. So let's just say you cut out, you cut <laughs> out your cell phone. You just had internet. So that so you said that's forty percent of your, your kids' homework not, might not be able to be done. Now, if you work yep. a minimum wage, you probably work more than one job. So it's not like you say, hey, let me just take them to the library. And if you work yep. a minimum wage, you're probably working somewhere that you don't. Now, you how not, you gonna get to the library? I don't get to the library, and I, you're not. If you work multiple jobs, can you afford to take off work? So then, so then now you have a circle of poverty, Jake. So I think Jake. You know, and, and I, I want to get your opinions on this because I don't want to do too much of the talking, but it's frustrating, Jake. 
it it is. I think. I mean, I, I think it's frustrating. I think that a lot of Jake's, um, uh, a lot of things he said was was kind of ignorant. I think that it was based on a lot of stereotypes. Now, some some stereotypes. Some people do do that. Some people do try to live. You know, they say the champagne lifestyle on the Kool Aid budget. Some people do, but the majority of the individuals that he's referring to, the majority of the individuals that are truly impacted, are doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there are those those exceptions to the rules. However, you can't say that minimum wage is going to, um, as you said earlier, Mike J, sustain a certain sustain basic life, and it, it just can't. Housing costs, food costs, hell. Which, which your president and his bullshit as tariffs and things that are going on, shit's about to really go up. So it's going to make things a lot more difficult for people. But like I said, just the basic, the basic things, you know, a one bedroom, you know, efficiency, not even a one bedroom, but like an efficiency. Let's say you have one child and, you know, it's just you and the child. You're going to need you know, a place, a place over your head, you know, some sort of transportation. If it's not public, you can't walk everywhere. You got to figure out ways that, you know, where can I work? How can I work? You know, all of that type of stuff. And his comments literally are, are, are just ignorant. Like I said, based off of a lot of bullshit-ass stereotypes. Cut out entertainment. Well, if I'm living on minimum wage, like you said, I'm probably working two jobs. I'm probably not doing – I got very much entertainment anyway. So when you say cut out entertainment, what are you referring to? Because if I, if I bought a TV, the TV is not costing me anything except the electric bill that I, that I have. So are you saying that I need to cut out electricity? So, so I, I think Jake really needs to, you know, if, if he is truly concerned, you know, about folks, then he needs to reevaluate and kind of specify what he is, you know, what, what his statements mean. Drugs and alcohol, okay, uh, of course, people should be, should be cutting that shit out, whether it's, whether it's about economics or not. It's just not healthy. You know what I mean? So I, I, it's the ignorant statement. I, I think he was ignorant in, in the way he in the way he came across it. I think it was ignorant in the mechanism in which he used it. Uh, like I said, I, I think that there could be some small things that are in there that that he could elaborate on and speak to, to if he was truly trying to be helpful to help folks. But right now, to me, Jake was just trying to be hateful. That's just my opinion. Yeah, and federal minimum wage is seven dollars twenty five cent an hour. Yo, yeah. it was like minimum wage was I think was five fifteen when I was a kid, and I think I, I thought I was making a lot of money when I was making six fifty. Hell, I remember right. I made eight dollars an hour uh, when I was in high school, and I thought I was really living. I didn't have any bills, right? So I couldn't imagine working forty hours, and if you're getting forty hours a week, and think about it, if say for you're making minimum wage, and this is thing called health care, mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's gonna come out the check. So you know, yep. it's all of these things, man. So. You know, for for minimum age, if you work forty hours a week, that's a total of you know average around fourteen thousand dollars a year, Jake. So I think if you work a minimum wage, Jake, it's not too many fourteen thousand dollars a year, man. It's like I think fourteen thousand dollars a year. My God. So let's just say, Jake, that you know that's a lot. You know, we're blessed to be in this position, <laughs> Jake. It's it's a sad state. So, I'm mean, Jake. You yeah. just go ahead. I'm sure Jake probably gets. He probably you know how some people they love like he probably gets some real good like good bread. Gets a whole big thing of mayonnaise and bites into the whole mayo sandwich and has a good time. <laughs> and so, Jake, you damn near should get a twizzle for your stupid ass. But you know, I'm gonna let you live today because Memorial Day. Yeah, let you be on the mayo action. But man, something else I want to see on the I saw one in the one I listened sent this to us on Instagram. So one of the girls from Team Mom had made a whole bunch of anti-Colin Kaepernick statements. All right. So you know she's from Team Mom. Oh, I missed this. 
Oh, yeah. So we got it. Uh, I was on our Instagram, right? Somebody sent it to us on Instagram. And so, you know, so his lady, Nessa, she just happened to be on the, you know, on the same little panel. And she, like, you know, checked her. Not, like, getting aggressive. She just kind of, like, you know, giving fact after fact after fact. So, you know, so, so the little team mom, she, she pulls the I'm a white woman car and storms off and, and does a fake cry because somebody checked her about opinions that were wrong and unfactual. So I'm gonna give her like you know this the sloth of mail like you know how you know how you sit back man and it's just like yo some people like I wanna you just you know they sit back and like going in the refrigerator like you put instead of like you putting like your mouth on the on the Kool Aid container you just pour some in your mouth that's probably how team I put that damn mail down her throat man so yo not the mail with the liquid stuff at the bottle yeah oh damn not the oil separating. <laughs> So, yeah, so shout out to team mom man so just when you check when somebody checks you and they're not hollering at you they're giving you facts the, the adults they listen team mom they don't sit back and run off and cry and start saying you're being attacked so that's what he's uh all right man so let's get to sports man so i know the lottery happened i want to ask you something you know the pelican got the number one pick dog who got the number seven pick <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> Chicago Bulls. Don't, don't choke, don't choke now, don't choke now. Right, so let me ask you this, man, because I think we can get it. I, you know, we, you know, we know the order. This one is on. Memphis is probably gonna take John Morant, and then probably I would assume the Knicks are they're gonna take uh, R.J. Barrett, right? So let me ask you this: Since the Pelicans got the number one pick, do you think they're gonna trade A.B. quicker, or they still think they're gonna try to hold on to him? I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I don't. I think, in my opinion, they would have to figure out if, if he's had a change of heart. Because right now, he don't want to be there. And as an organization, I wouldn't want a player on my team if they don't want to be there. And it doesn't matter how good he is or, you know, any of that type of stuff. If he doesn't want to be there and he has the potential to kind of bring things down in my organization, I want to try to grant him his wish. You know, I know he's AD. I know he's probably a top five player in the league. And I know everything that he can do. But he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to be in our locker room. So why would I hold on to him? And even if we got Zion, I would ask a question. Look, we're probably going to draft Zion. You, you think you want to recommit, you know, be a part of the team still, or you still want to go? And let's just let's keep it as simple as that. No, no bullshit, no fluff talk or whatever. Do you want to stay or not? And if he says he wants to go, I say let's trade him. They should have traded him last year, yeah, in my it's, opinion. It's a hot-ass man, I mean, you start taking him off of your intro packages and start taking him off of billboards around the city and this and that and so forth and so on, and then you're like, oh, yeah, we're only going to play you 12 minutes a game. Get your punk ass out of here. You just want to try to have a, a little power play. You want to make yourself feel bigger than he is and since, you know, oh, I'm going to show him who's boss. You stupid as fuck. That man's a top five player in the league. I don't give a and damn. So, if, if, until, until, I, until, until I trade him, he's going to be using his damn talents on the court, period. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm just going to play 12 minutes because I don't. I, I want to try to have a proof of point or send a message. No, you're going to be out on the damn court because I'm still paying you. Number one, number all right, two. All right, white man, <laughs> you know what? I pay your salary, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's stupid. They, and and they're, it's a shit show out there, man. And, and they're just doing more damage than they are good for anything. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I have a simple conversation. We gonna get Zion. Do you want to stay and play with Zion, or do you still want to leave? Plain and simple. Man, I'm chucking the dude. <laughs> you talking about a rookie? <laughs> I'm chucking. Right. I'm chucking the dude. They need to straight right. up, get it over and done with, man. And uh, 
And let's keep it moving, man. But hey, but dog, but the funny shit this week. Did you see my man Magic on first take? <coughs> hey man, Magic, Magic was letting it loose. <laughs> he was hanging it out, boy. Hey, Magic, I thought, he, I thought Magic was about to call Rob Palenka a motherfucker in a minute. Yeah. I was just like, I was waiting for him to say it. Hey man, Magic, and, you know, can you imagine? Uh, and that's Magic too, man. You know, I ain't gonna lie. If I seen Magic, I'd be starstruck like a mother. I'm like, nigga, that's Magic. Hey, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I always thought Magic had a different aura than Mike. I mean, Mike's, you know, you know, you know, yellow eyes. You know, you gotta give him his props. But, but sit back. Magic always had this aura, like, yo, I'm Magic. Like everybody likes Magic. You know, Mike's right. like, oh man, you know, that's that nigga there. That's yellow eyes. Where the white women in, in in the cigars. But you know, from you know, how you gonna be Rob Palenka? You know, talking bad about Magic. You know, Magic it pissed him off when Magic other rich homies told him about it. Can you imagine? Right. You got money like Magic. Magic damn near sitting at a half a billy, and you talking about Rob. Yeah. Rob right. talking about me. It's like it's like an intro of Ether. You you talking about me? Yo, fuck me. Probably Magic right. like, fuck Rob. <laughs> you know, Magic probably starts talking about M A. Right. Ah, see, <laughs> you know, he probably, Magic probably told, he probably told the rich homies, like, and I see Green, like, I'm gonna put the ashes on a Rob, nigga. <laughs> you know, there's no way, Damn. nigga. Rob Palenka. Only thing we know U.S. is Kobe and James Harden agent. And Magic, when you hear Magic stun on him say, Magic, he's like, I've been in this 40 years. I know people. Magic, basically, yep. Magic's basically saying he got shooters out there for him. That's what it is. <laughs> that, that, that's that's you gotta read between the lines, man. The nigga talking about he know people, he been in the game 40 years, he got shooters on deck. He lets you know, Rob, you can get touched at any time, man. You know, so right, hey, man. It's just hey, man. I know, I know, I'm I'm sure all Magic got to do is tell AC Green. AC yeah. Green will come out of nowhere with a forearm shiver or something. Hey, nigga, you know, and he probably like Kurt Rambis, you talking about me, dog? You you know, I'm surprised right. Magic. I'm surprised Magic ain't. You know, I'm I'm, I'm Magic. Dog. I agree with it. I'm letting the chopper spread. That's why I say I was, I was waiting for just Magic to just go real, real left, real quick, man. I was I was anticipating it, and then Stephen A. Smith was egging him on too. Oh, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen A. Man, have you seen the Stephen A. thing? They put they put Stephen A. stunting on his haters to, to the background of Dreams and Nightmares. No, I missed that. <laughs> hey, I retweeted it, man. <laughs> hey, man, that shit was funny. Hey, man, so speaking of the Lakers, so if you've seen the Magic interview and you know what's all going on right there, would you would you consider the Lakers? Ah, man. Um, I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say I would consider the Lakers because if I'm a big-time free agent or a big-time star, I know all the Lakers want is a big time free agent or a big time star. And once that happens, so let's let's say it's me, and then I go there. They got what they want, and then I get to reap all the benefits of what the Lakers bring. I mean, the Lakers are still the Lakers, man. Like it, 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 the, the the purple and gold is gonna be the purple and gold. You gonna go to gold? You gonna go to Golden State so you can feel like you got a brotherhood, nigga. You and Clay, <laughs> Clay and Steph, y'all niggas be out there getting it. Now I don't know the Lakers yeah. got. They got Lonzo Ball and uh and the Kyle Kuzma. Oh boy, y'all can be one mixed three MC. <laughs> No, hey, man. <laughs> the Mulatto Trio. <laughs> oh, nigga, you be up in there kicking it. Y'all niggas out there wearing silk shirts and shit, dressing oh, like y- dressing like YG. <laughs> you know, hey. no socks. Oh, I'm going to be real. If if, it, if that's me, I'm going to be real ill out there. I'm going to have somebody carry an umbrella over me so I can make sure that my skin stays in, in, in a pristine Mulatto fashion. Hey, nigga. That's how it's going to be. 
Hey, man, like, I'd be out there kicking it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, no. He's like, hey, man, you talking any trash? Like, Get this guy out of here. <laughs> no place in the game for, for stuff like this. You know, we're going to reach Shakespeare after, after the game, guys. One, two, three. Mal has to know that we not lose today. Roof. <laughs> I'm bringing culture to him, man. Yeah, mulatto culture. But, yeah, but, yeah, but I would, though, man. I, I, if I was a big-time free agent, I'd go to the Lakers, man. Because, like I said, it would it would be a great basketball move, but at the same time, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm I'm not gonna as Chris Rock said I'm not gonna let my light skin go to waste. I'm in L.A. Yeah. I'm about, I'm doing the empire. Yeah. <laughs> and even to them, to them goons snatch your little light skin ass up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not going no Jesse Smollett, nigga. I'm gonna be out. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the daggone entourage around at all times, hired security at all times. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse tried that with the fake Nigerian full force. <laughs> Nigerian full force. And they'd have been in some, like, take the, you know, hey, them niggas can never go back. Akeem Olajuwon and, and Wale is going to mop them niggas up quick. <laughs> but, yeah, man. But it's going to be interesting, yeah, yeah. man, to be what, what they got going on, man. But, uh, hey, man, it's playoffs. You watched the game last night, bro? I man, I, I am disappointed. Disappointed. I was, oh, yeah. I, man, I, I was one. I wanted the, I wanted to see the Bucks in the finals, man. And I thought they was going. I thought they was going. You know, I thought they were going to take it in six. I'm gonna say that. I thought the Bucks was going to take it in six. But like, but, but I can't hate though, man. That damn Kawhi, my God. Yeah, he got 11 30 point dude, games in the playoffs. Dude, hey, man, that damn Kawhi is it, Stephen A. Smith. That's a grown man, dude. Dude is a beast. I can't take nothing away from him. Both sides of the court. Clutch, hey man, I can't take nothing away from him, dude. Kawhi is a beast. Like I said, I, I wanted to see, I want to see the Bucks in the finals. I'm hoping that they can still pull it out, but bruh, it's, it's gonna man. be tough. I think, I think Kawhi gonna, I think Kawhi gonna be up in the sit with, with the six guy up there in Dagon, uh, in Toronto. They gonna be, they gonna be bumping that nonstop. Yeah. I think it's gonna get him hype, man. Hey, speaking of the six guy, man, what do you think about my man on the sideline? Some people are mad, but I think that shit is hilarious. I, I was going to say, I think it's funny. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. When he went over and started rubbing dude's shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I, I thought that shit was funny as hell. Uh, like I said, I, I, do I think Drake's extra? Yeah. But Drake's always extra. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I think that he's just. He's just. Defend your mulatto <laughs> king. Hey, man. Defending. Hey, man. We, we got to stick together, man. It's a brotherhood out here. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, but, man, but hey, man, like I, I'm telling you, that I, I think Drake is just a celebrity super fan. Like that's it, because I mean, I, 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 I would not. I tell you right now, I'm a big Bulls fan, huge Bulls fan. If I was able to, if I was Drake, but as a Bulls fan, and I'm on the sidelines, you know, like that. Derrick Rose out there, you know, doing his thing. Oh, I'm being ill. I'm doing that D in that degeneration that suck it uh, uh stuff and all kinds of stuff. Nigga, man. We, in a, but you, we in the year of our Lord 2019, dog, and you're gonna be having Cameron Payne dap you up. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm dead in that shit. Ain't, ain't, ain't no like you know someone dead. Y'all 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 treated D Rose like trash, man. You know. Uh, I, I, oh, now I have no doubt. I'm not I'm not defending that at all. I I think that the organization Gar and Pax. They got to go. I'll be the first to tell you. They got to go. Uh, They've been treating I mean, people they, like shit for years. They, they, even they hit Mike, they treated Mike like trash. I mean, they know. treated Mike like trash. You're right. They treated Pip like trash. They treated Hoji like trash. Hoji should have never, never went to the Orlando Magic. He should have been a bull. I'm just going to put it out there. 
So yeah, the organ the organization and and the individuals that are that are behind the scenes, trash ass niggas. But hey, you know we've we've overcome in different different areas. But I'm just saying, I th- I think that Drake is just a, a a super hype celebrity fan. That's it. All I was gonna say he's gonna say that to the wrong person. He gonna say that to one. Of, he gonna say that to one of the niggas that wear like they wear jeans and and hooping Timberlands like Tony Allen. The game is gonna be different. There's a, there's he's talking hey. to Giannis. It's a it's a whole different ball game. We talked to one of can't come go back all stars like a Tony Allen and cats like that. Yo, he got to look. He got to look like yo. I, 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 I mean, even from a coach, even from a coach's standpoint, he ain't gonna do that to no Paul Westfall. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He get, he get, he get, he been got mopped up. You get Paul. You got to you got to get a nigga like Isaiah Thomas, man. The nigga was cussing out Mo Morris Peterson when he coached the prices. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I remember man. that. Hey, shout out to my homie, my homie, man. My homie, that man, not that, that. No, my homie Dre, man. We was watching that back in the day, man. And Mo P foul, nigga. Isaiah ran on the court. And you can read the nigga's lips. So, what's your doing, little nigga? <laughs> hey yo man that shit was hilarious like i said drake know drake know who, who, who to talk that shit to man you know Giannis, you know Giannis gonna just ignore it but you know it's the nigga it's the nigga that's like the seventh man on the bench it's like yo i ain't going back dog i'm on this yo, i ain't going back <laughs> i think he gonna look a nigga like uh the morris twins you know them niggas is oh tough. no you know, oh yeah they, they, my man they, down they and escaped in the Bentley at the dude's case smashed his mom's. So, uh, yeah. He's like, Drake knows who he's talking to, man. But I think the shit is funny. I'm just waiting for one of them for Drake that. Now, when you talk all that shit, you know his Spike Lee moment is coming. And for those who don't know, you know, Scotty Pippen told him to sit his little midget ass down. Reggie Miller gave him a choke sign and, and you know, towards him in, in, in the 94 playoffs. So, you know, Spike hey, lit that year. I was gonna say Spike took some hits that year, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he took some hits. That Drake Drake moment, Drake the Drake thing is coming. I know the, the Bucks owner's daughter had to push a TT shirt on at courtside last night, but you know they you know Toronto won, so Drake used that as put her as the worst time. But it's gonna be one of them niggas on the court gonna tell Drake sit your mulatto ass down if I fuck you up, and that's gonna be the thing. What you gonna do next? Cause it don't, cause I see, I see you in a crisis, and you don't, you don't seem, you don't seem to be the type that's gonna do anything. But you might fake tough, but all them NBA players and rappers running the same circles. Get your, ass, get your ass mopped. Gonna be, gonna be playing Marvin's room. Yeah. You know, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to our light skinned brethren, man. Yeah, they need some, they need something to get them through the tough times, man. That's like a testament to them. But hey, man. So, yo, man. Warriors. They they Warriors is waiting. So they got like a week oh, off, man. man. So Warriors took care of business. Yeah, they handled them niggas. And and, Dan, <laughs> yeah. I, and I love Dame. I know Dame got injured, but Dame. You can't sit back and say the series would be different if we had Nurk if they didn't have KD and, and Boogie. You got yeah. Hey, Dame. Do, do, do me a favor, Dame. Take your four years and one ninety one and live it up in the shade. Like you offered yep. me four years and one ninety one, I don't give a damn about a championship. I didn't get generational right. wealth for years and years to come. The hell with that championship. Charles Barkley always said he he'd rather be rich and then the windows ring. Charles Barkley <laughs> mega rich. I mean, the rings. What can they get to you? You know, Barkley's in a, one of the greatest players of all time. Dame yep. is probably gonna be a Hall of Famer, right? I'm not tripping, but damn, you can't say that, bro. After Stephanie, you guys can't get lit up and then say, y'all ain't have oh. nerd, and them niggas didn't have KD. Right. I mean, you can't right. say that. So, and, and like I said, like I said, too, Steph wasn't like trash talking, you know, you wasn't jawing, but Steph was putting in that work. Oh, so he, from to, to, he, oh he was eating them up. But, 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 but I, I say that to say this. Dame, 
Dame didn't take that shit from Rust. Dame used it and was like, all right, I'm going back at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go at you. He didn't have that same energy with Steph. Even though Steph wasn't jawing yeah. like Russ was, he was still giving you the business. Steph was still giving you that little twirl. You know, he had he spin around yeah. and give you that little look and taking the mouth guard out and doing that little shit. He was still yeah. kind of making, you but know. Him and, him, and, him and Russ, that's a whole different thing. Russ called him a bitch. Now, that's but, the, there's, a, there's, a, there's a level as a man. I mean, you can trash talk. This is true. Stuck and all that. That's fine. But the day you call me a bitch, oh. I mean, that's just, you know, that's, I mean, that's really one of those things that we can really fight out in the off season. There's a level of, of that type of stuff of where, as hard as you can go. And you can say whatever. You call me a bitch. Oh, that's just, that's a whole nother level of you call him I feel you on, I feel you on bitch. that. You got to be able to I'm find, you got to be able to find I'm, I'm keeping it. But see, I'm keeping it at just at the basketball level. No, he was, I mean, I, 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 I agree. Steph, I agree. Steph lit his ass up. And now he, that's what I'm saying. I give him that. But Steph lit That's what I'm saying. Ass, he lit his ass. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it. you. Got lit your your ass got lit up. You got to own it. He lit that, your ass what, up. That's what I'm saying. So, and, and part of owning that, and, and like I said, I've always said Dame's a hooper. I don't think he's a championship type guy. I think he's a great individual guy. I think he's a great hooper, and I and I think that he's gotten better. Like like you know, like his teammates said, you know, he's doing a lot better at finding the open guys because he's getting a lot of attention. So it's forcing him to kind of you know adapt his game. And I'm giving him all the credit. He is adapting his game. But as a competitor, in which Dame is, he's a huge competitor. I was expecting him to be like, "Oh hell no, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna have Steph, you know, light my ass up hitting these dag on deep threes. I'm about to start doing my thing, or you know, I ain't gonna have Steph, you know, doing shit on, you know, little little slick shit in the lane. You know, I'm getting to the lane and doing a little slick shit. No, I'm about to put the pressure on Steph. I'm about to start attacking the rim. You know what I mean? Like from a competitive basketball level not 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 no you know manhood none of that type of stuff i'm just saying from a basketball level i know dame's a competitor and i was expecting him to own it and just be like shit i'm going let back me, at this let, me, let me ask you this though one thing i can say and this is not to make excuses but this is how i watched all the game yo man stops got out coach dog oh, he, he was playing Back. his starters damn near 40 minutes a game yo Kerr put the trust in his bench to go 10 deep and i mean yeah. dog you cannot sit back Brody, mckenzie yeah bro. You got to yeah. be able to play your bench. And when you don't play your bench in these moments like that, your, your guys are going And it's only been one team in NBA history that I could think of that's won, that's won a championship that had a backcourt that both guys were on the 6-5, and that's the Detroit Pistons when they had yeah. when they had Isaiah and Joe D. And Joe D. And look how hard they had to get them in. Dog, I mean, it, the way Portland – unless Portland can get another piece, it is, you got to have a you know guy that can finish above the rim. I mean, Dame and, and CJ are great players. They they mm-hmm. they they're missing something, and yeah. the fact of the difference is Steph six three and Clay six seven, yep. <laughs> and then yep. KD is seven foot. Even he yep. ain't play, and you know Draymond played his ass off. Yeah, but, Draymond played good, and, and and everybody knows if you know both. I'm not a big Draymond fan, but from a basketball standpoint, strictly basketball standpoint, when that dude plays and doesn't have, you know with all that other dumb shit that he does, when that guy plays, he's pivotal on the damn basketball court he's doing everything for them he's he's damn near coaching out there on the floor man so i i, I give him that and and, sh- and shout out to, shout out to uh one of one of our listeners katrina she's a big michigan state fan and i know she'll appreciate it but you can tell that that, that, that he has quite the basketball iq man oh yeah and, and so for, for, from i'm not a big fan of all the extra dumb shit that he does hitting niggas in the balls grabbing dudes balls and flopping around and trying to do all the tough Tony shit. Nah, man, you are a good basketball player. You are an excellent basketball player. 
nigga, get out there and do your damn thing. And 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 I give him props for that, man. Draymond balled his ass off them last two games, man. Like, not saying that he didn't do anything else, you know, in the other games, but them last two games, like, you could really see that dude, like, balling. You know what I'm saying? You got to give it to him, man. Oh, yeah. He's said, the, he got, is like, I mean, if Draymond's, because Dray, they said Draymond lost 23 pounds because he said he wasn't in the best shape. He lost 23 pounds during the season, just, you know, by changing his diet. Because, of course, yeah. they're going to do all the working out, so that's going to come off. But it's the fact of dedication, man, because Draymond yeah. gives him another thing. He's a playmaker, you know, and he can play Hell the D. And it's, to, me, it's, to me, when – it's just that's what it is, man. So yeah, give him his props, man. So hey, man. So uh, you know, let's talk about our MVP. I think did I pick James? You picked Giannis. Is that, yeah, I picked Giannis. Yeah, I think I picked Harden. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll see in a few weeks, man. You know, Harden. You know, he averaged thirty six. Giannis. I think Giannis is probably going to win it. But you know, it'll be interesting to see, man. So, well, so outside of our two, outside of our two picks, you pick Harden, I pick Giannis. So what do you think about PG, man? And I'm asking oh, you this. Oh, I know, I know oh, you. All NBA, yeah. You want to talk about the All NBA stuff? No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, PG being a, a MVP finalist. Yeah, he had his best year of his career, man. Mm-hmm. That dude averaged like 28 points a game. He brought it on both sides to the both, not both sides, both both ends of the court. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, he, he played his ass off. You know, I mean, you know, much props to him. They still lost in the first round. You know, I ain't got. Yeah. I don't want them to be successful as a team or as an organization. You know, because right. it's what it is. But, you know, much props to him. He played his ass off, man. So, but, man, I did want to talk about the all-NBA all NBA picks. Because I was texting my pops and them last night about uh-huh. They were talking about some guys they thought got snubbed, man. So All right, man, he, let me know, man. Tell so, who, who, one of the big arguments, he he, he said Carl Anthony Towns should be picked over Woody, Rudy Gobert. And I said Rudy played better. And he yeah. played for teams in the playoffs. Cat played like – he he played like a hoe until they got rid of Jimmy. So you, it's hard to see somebody when you see you acting like, you know, acting like a punk, and then you do leave, you want to start playing again. No, man. And Minnesota didn't make the playoffs. I think all NBA – it's also what your team did too. Yeah, it's very, very few guys that made all NBA that their teams don't go to the playoffs. Now, I personally think that it should be the top fifteen players in the NBA. I think that would get down to the truly best players in the NBA because you know there's been some like why did Kimba Walker make it? I'm like, well, Kimba played his ass off, but you know. And it's also like, well, what's between a point guard and a shooting guard? Is it like this mm-hmm. guard guard? Because if it's guard guard, then you know. I have no qualms with that, but I can't yeah. think too many other guards who play better. Like I know Brad Bill was he averaged twenty five, five and five this year. And he he gets you know, he could be a snub. So I don't know, man. You know, it's, it's only it's the top fifteen best players in the NBA. So it's always gonna be some guys like that. Uh, you know, I was, I thought Brad Bill was gonna make it. I mean, but the Wizards had a horrible season. Yeah. Now, and John Wall got hurt, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I I'm I mean, I'm probably going to get accused of beige rage. I'm not a big Bradley Beal fan either, but I definitely think, in my opinion, I think he could have made it just because of his numbers, man. I, I think he could have made – he could have had a viable argument to, to, to make All-NBA for sure. Yeah, so it was just, you know, it was just, it was just it was interesting to see that, man. But I, I personally think it should be, uh, you know, 29 – you know, as far as your oh, – I'm not 2019. It should be your all uh, – it should be just the top the top 15 players regardless of, of – uh, a position, mm-hmm. man. Because I'm thinking, like, I don't think Kyrie Irving should have really made all NBA. Man, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, did, I just, I don't. Like, yeah. 
I, I don't I, I don't I don't see it. <laughs> he had a good year. But you know, you know not, not I, don't, I don't I don't think he had a better year than Kimba. Yeah, I, I was literally about to say that. I don't think he had a better year than Kimba. Kimba balled this year, bro. Ball. So, <laughs> I mean, with all, with all the other stuff, man. So it'll be interesting. But uh, hey, man. So let's, let's get on. Let's get down to some. Let's kind of transition, man. So you know, every now and then we like to kind of really get into some, you know, some more deep, deep, you know, detailed topics, man. So yeah, man. Uh, talk that talk, man. Talk so, that man, talk. I, 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 want, I want you to get into it, man. Because you said man, we we got some other stuff, you know, got coming down the line. But we you know we're like a topic based show, so you know we got some other stuff going on. So both how you, you sent me yeah. some. Did you want to talk about it, man? So I want you to to lead into it and to say why yeah. we're talking about it. Yeah. So so I wanted to grown manish. We talk about all kinds of stuff, you know, grown stuff. And I sent I sent uh, Mike J a uh, text message and uh, or should I say quite a few text messages, just kind of explaining and, and talking about some things that I have have been in conversations with uh, different folks, you know, for for a good minute. Uh, but it, particularly, it seems like it has sparked up in the last two weeks. Um, been in conversations with people, um, seeing people post things on their social media, on their Twitter, on their Snapchat, on their Instagram, and just a lot of talk surrounding um, like relationships. Um, and some of it, not even relationships, just some of it, re- people making references or, or points or having an issue with individuals of the opposite sex. So um, both Mike J and I were like, all right, I, I told Mike J, I want us to be able to give our perspective, you know, as two. 30 something, you know, black males, you know, that's the only perspective we got, you know what I mean? Until, until we, you know, we, we might have some, a couple of shows where we have people call in or have some guests on the show to talk about things from another perspective. But I want to Mike J and I to give our own personal perspective on, on different things with regards to um, relationships and things of people of the opposite sex. So one of the things that, that I've seen quite a few times this past week um, were people I guess you could say either, you know, hating on other folks or kind of putting folks on blast for certain things. So the, and it kind of surrounds standards. Do men or do women have certain standards and in individuals that they look for? And when I say standards, I'm like, you know, is it, you know, I'm, I have, you know, uh, you know, you got to have, you know, a three bedroom house, this, that, and the other, or you got to have, you know, you got to have a job. Some people just say you got to have a job. So people are like, oh, you got to have, you know, you, you got to have a car or whatever. So, I mean, like, in, in, from your perspective, your opinion, uh, Mike J., like, what are, some, what are some standards that you feel that women could or, 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 or may or may not have in men? But then also, like, what are some standards that you think would, would behoove men to look for in women? Uh, I think they're similar. Uh, I guess for a woman, I mean, you know, well, let me speak about a man's perspective first, and then I can say maybe they can cross over, right? And I, may, I don't know. I'll speak for me, and I think that would be easier. So I'm not single now, but when I was single, when I wanted from a woman is, and this is me, and this is not putting my else, I wanted somebody has a, a, a relationship with Christ, right? That's like number one. Mm-hmm. Like when mm-hmm. we on we on some serious stuff now. This is, and I'm not, right. I'm not I'm not I'm not the type of person that out here is gonna beat you down with the Bible, or I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, I ain't yeah. been out here wilding. You know, I didn't I didn't bet quite a number of women, right? I ain't you know it is what it is. But I want if it was something serious, I really was in there. That that I needed that foundation because I want somebody that we can. If I'm going through stuff or you're going through something, we can like really talk to God about it, right? I want a hard worker. I want somebody who's intelligent. 
you know, and those, and those are the like, those are like the, the like the big things, you know, ever like all the other stuff, like, you know, I mean, of course you want somebody who's attractive and sexy, but I think those are things that are like confidence, those, those, those type of things. But it didn't have, it didn't have to be like, oh, she has to maybe making six figures, anything like that, or she has to own her own house, anything like that. Because I figure if she has those other qualities of being a hard worker and confident and intelligent, those things are going to come. The material things are going to come and go, right? So that would be for me. At, now that's what I always look for. And of course, I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of going off the cuff, but I'm sure some other things right. I probably would think about. But this is just to keep the podcast rolling. Those are like, sure, sure. I think those similar tenets, it will behoove a woman to look, you know, you take away, you know, and, I'm, and you erase the thing about, you know, you know, as far as relationship with your higher power, or whatever. <clears throat> I'm not putting that on anybody. That's that's between you. Yeah. But you got to have those certain tenets because I'm sure, you know, most women don't want a man who's lazy. <laughs> and, you okay. know, don't so, so so let me so let me can I ask you a question right there? Because another <clears throat> excuse me a, another piece of this was just that, and you know, oftentimes they can you know call bum niggas or loser niggas or fuck boys or whatever. But you say women aren't going to want a man who's lazy or want a man who ain't doing nothing. But why are there so many females, in your opinion, I'm not saying you have a definitive answer, but why do you see so many of these type of dudes with either long-term chicks, either they're in a long-term relationship with, or these type of dudes continue to get many, many, many chicks, you know, at the drop of a hat. And these are the cats that you, that you, that you, just, that you just referenced. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm on 2K all day. I ain't got a car. You know, I I haven't had a job in a month, you know, in five months. And if I get a job, I'm only keeping it, for, you know, for a little bit of time or, you know, whatever. The female is pretty much, the woman is pretty much taking care of, you know, the bills, the house and all that type of stuff. And he's just there. Well, I mean, so, I mean, we can, we can say that companionship is a mother. I mean, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that the woman, man, people, you know, it's one thing to like, I want to be by myself. But a lonely bed can be a, can, can be, can be a, uh, you know, it can be a, a trying time. And people, okay. you can say that, you know, there's companionship, there's the tenderness, there's sex, there's all these other things that go along with it. And if this person, even let's just say for the woman, she busting her behind, she working her, she working her, she busting her behind, she taking care of everything. And, and yo, my man out here playing 2K all day. But when, you know, when she come home or whatever, he, he talked to her, ask her how her day is. Even she, even he ain't been doing nothing all day. You know, she cooks some food and everything. He make her laugh make her smile, you know, he does other stuff, mm-hmm. maybe make, give her a hug and kiss, maybe show her some tenderness, then, you know, and it could be maybe in the later in that night or whenever, maybe he break her off. Maybe he's giving her a euphoria of sex. I mean, because sex has a, has a way of changing people's total emotion. There's been places, mm-hmm. and from my experiences that I've been with, with, with women, that sex has taken me places I didn't want to go and kept me there at times I shouldn't have been there at all. I remember may, having a young lady in college I would skip class so we could go have sex. Mm-hmm. So I'm messing. I'm messing up my grades. Right, right. For something temporary, like I said, see anywhere, and it could be the same thing. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm just giving from my. I only can give from my. No, no, no. Exactly. No, no. I think it could happen. You know. And it's just you know, and this is you know, it's hard to be. People don't want to be lonely, and I can't. You know, we're not speaking for all women. I'm not speaking for all men. But there, yeah, these yeah. are the things that I'm just thinking off the top of my head when I ask. Because you know, I don't. When we discuss these things, we just kind of was like, "Hey, we should talk about this," but we don't discuss what the other person's thinking because that'd be boring. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so I, I think I, that's what it is. What about so you? I, have, I would say I, I that is a, a big question from that I uh, that I have a lot of times when I see people make comments that they do 
or, you know, posts about certain things or, you know, just various conversations that I can be in with different people. Um, and a lot of times they, they, they talk about, they, they talk about common things that I hear, you know, this, this nigga's worthless, you know, this, this, he ain't got no job or he's this or this, that, or, or he's this. And people are saying this to folks like, you know, you need to leave him, you know, he ain't worth shit. He ain't doing shit for you, blah, 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 blah. It's just dick. But then on the flip side, in, in conversations with, with males or whatnot, now again, a lot of the, a lot of the, the, my circle, you know, everybody's in relationships or, you know, or have significant others, but I know a lot of people who are not. And I hear males say things like, you know, oh, she, she, she's looking for the come up. She was looking for the come up. I have a, a good friend of mine. He's an attorney. He's a single attorney, black brother, you know, educated, smart. He's funny, you know, all that type of stuff. He's a cool cat. You know what I'm saying? But he, I always hear him say it, and I've heard other cats say to him, like, nah, bro, she's just on a come up. She's just a gold digger. You know, she's, she's just trying to, try, trying to find her come up and this and that, whatever. And sometimes I've heard him say that, like, ah, oh, man, you know, I went on a date with this chick. It kind of went, went left. You know, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. You know, she, she was pretty much looking for the come up or this, you know, that's for the deal. Well, how, what is he determined to come up being like, is he trying to like, so determined, so determined to come up. So I, he's gone on, gone on, uh, dates or, or trying to date individuals that, uh, one individual <laughs> lived, one individual, she lived at home with, with her parents and she was above the age of 30. Um, not really, you know, no career or anything like that. Just kind of jobs here and there type deal or whatnot. But he, he met her in the grocery store. And, you know, the more they talked, the more they talked. Like, she talked a good game. She was obviously attractive physically and all that type of stuff. But he was like, the more I talked to her, it was just like she was trying to find a way to get out of her parents' house, make sure her bills were paid, but she wasn't, you know, doing anything to kind of put herself in a position to better that self for herself. Not even necessarily saying, oh, I want to go to school or I want to go do this or that or whatever. He was like, she's had like three jobs in, in a year and a half, not because she's been fired. She just, I don't want to do this no more or oh, this thing for me or all oh, this. They're not paying me enough. So I, I just quit. I'll find something else. He's like quitting without having another job. Like you really don't have anything now. So like, what are you doing to put yourself in a better situation to better yourself? So I mean like that type of stuff. And so that's why he was like, I just ended up feeling like, damn, you know, she's, she's just trying to come up. She knows that, you know, I practice law for a major organization. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a decent dude, guy here and man or whatnot. He was like, and honestly, I just felt like she was trying to come up off of me. He was like, I don't care, you know, uh, about being the breadwinner for my house and that sort of, so that sort of thing. Like, that's fine. He's like, but to me, for her, it seemed like it was deeper. Like, she wasn't even trying to have value in herself. Not just not just where you was she trying to use me as you know a free ride or house or whatever the case may be. It was like she wasn't even trying to better herself from from an internal standpoint. And he so so I hear those type of things a lot, uh, and hear the, the opposite about about dudes. You know, dudes driving chicks' cars, playing two K, getting new J's, and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you're not really doing anything yeah. except living off of her. So, I mean, I, it's, I, and I think it kind of goes back. I, I know I sent you a, a bullet point talking about date culture, you know, and, you know, the, the current date culture. And, like, what does that look like? Is, is you know, dating, you and I are mid-30s, you know what I'm saying? So, that dating back when we was, you know, late teens, early 20s is different than it is now. 
And I'm like, sometimes I've even asked a question. I got much younger brothers. Obviously, I told you, I got an 18-year-old brother, a 21-year-old brother, and a 23-year-old brother. And I talk to them a lot. And it just seems like dating isn't necessarily dating. Like, it's like we, we're hanging out in large group settings. We're hanging out. We're hanging out. We might go, you know, on a couple of days by ourselves together. And then it's either boom, all of a sudden we're together. Or boom, you know, there's nothing going on. We just fucking. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. I don't even know if these cats are if either side, male or female, like are people even dating anymore? You know what I mean? To like really feel people out, under understand what's going on, or is it just I'm jumping ahead first in a relationship, or we just fucking and then all of a sudden, oh, you know, I date her, I'm kicking it with her, or this or that. You know what I mean? Man, like, I just think this dating is I mean, like it's mostly <laughs> it's all changed. It's like, you know, it's like I remember me and my grandma Claire, God God bless her soul. She asked me and I was about eighteen, nineteen, like, Are you courting yet? I was like, Huh? Like I was like, Oh, courting, you mean dating? He's like, Yeah, you know, I I, I date. So but her time courting could have been like, yo, we, we out here holding hands and you know, then we get married. You know, I, it's just times to change and this now is just the fact of what can the way people communicate, because now think about it. Like when I, I mean, you got married young, right? So me, I was out kicking it. So it was different. So it was just like, for I kick it, I meet a woman or whatever. If I'm in the club, yo, I'm talking to her, I'm building, I'm throwing my game down right then and there where it is. I can't, I can't rely on like texting her or Instagram and Twitter, whatever. This just wasn't a thing. So I grew up like, if it was a woman, you had to go holler at her, you know? So it was, so it wasn't no like, you got to put your nuts (laughs) <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta put your nuts down and, and and be willing to be vulnerable to get turned down because you you gonna you gonna miss more shots than you make. Now oh, you yeah. get, now you get these casts. I ain't never been turned down. Well, brother, if you out here shooting layups against two year olds, you ain't never you ain't trying to step step up to play against grown oh, people. Oh damn! Oh damn! Um, oh, damn. Oh, R. Kelly, what you trying oh, to say, brother? Oh, Is this camera on me? Oh man! <laughs> speaking, speaking of Robert, dog, I've seen they had a, they did a. a, a Birthday tribute to Mr. Ron Isley, and the Contagious video came on. Dog, when he oh, peeked around that corner, when he took up Shantae Moore in that damn room, I said, "Oh, this, this nigga did all that stuff." That one. he looked, he looked like a damn savage out there. The way he looked at that. <laughs> but anyway, so man, I got, I got a question. I want to ask you a, another question that, that you just brought up. You talking about guy, people, male or female? I never been turned down. I get whatever. Blah 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 blah. What would be some some, some advice or you know some some perspective that you could give? on individuals who seem to not be getting very much interest or very much action. You know what I'm saying? People, Man. people, they're either getting, you know, I've, I saw someone post, you know, I, I must have bad taste in dudes. I keep getting, you know, the, you know, these, these shitty ass dudes or whatnot. Or I must be attracting the wrong dudes. I always end up getting this and that and the other or whatever. Now I know a, a buddy of mine, he's like, you know, nice guys always finish it last. I'm try- I'm tired of being this nice guy oh, shit. I'm, I'm just happy to be this, this, whatever. He's just, I mean, so, no, no, no offense to you so guys. That's, that's like a sucker way of thinking, man. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. So, so you, can't, you can't think like that because that's the defeatist. When you start, and I'm this is a, and it's nothing. No, I don't know this brother. I may know. I, I don't think I know him. Oh, you when, you know who he is. Okay, but yeah, you know <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway, man, that's like a sucker like mentality, man. Because when you want to talk to a woman how nice you are, typically the people who want to tell people how nice they are typically aren't nice. There's, there, I mean, your actions show, and what yeah. you get, and when you reap what you sow, and when you start talking about if that's your first thing is how nice I am, how nice I am, how nice I am. And when we're, when we're gonna see the bullshit, like you ain't that damn nice. And sometimes it ain't all the way to be nice. You can be a gentleman, but you gotta have a little confidence and some and some swagger about yourself. And that's not mean being fake confidence or swagger, but you gotta be. Let's just say, for instance, you're a woman, right? And he's like, man, I keep meeting these bad. These niggas ain't worth shit. 
Well, hold on, like, well, and nine, he was like, "All right, so let's let's reevaluate." All right, so where somebody where? somebody you and I know just posted that two days ago. Oh well, I anyway. So I, I, <laughs> all I know is this: it's just like, all right, so how you carrying yourself? And it's not even. And I'm not. And I'm not. What I'm saying. I'm not saying like woman should do whatever she wants. All right. So are you seeing a trend? Is this like? Is this like? Oh man, it's just the same dude to keep hollering me over and over and over again. Am I letting the same dude get the first base that I probably should be cutting off before he even cross gets to the plate? That's what I'm saying. Or is it be like another guy like, oh man, he's a cool cat, but I he ain't what what I'm used to, and I and I didn't really take a chance on him, and I'm now I'm mad about it. There's a level of you having to really look at what you like, what you don't like, and what what are your things of saying this person has to have this and those you get like for example, I knew somebody and you don't know them, you've met the person. They had mm-hmm. a list of like what they had to have in, in, in a mate. So the person had to have like a master's degree or above. They had to mm-hmm. be Greek affiliated. Uh they had to, couldn't have any kids. It's like all this stuff that really wasn't about the content of a person's character. Right. And then now you're in deep shit. There's different things that you have to do, and you have to do your non-negotiables and your negotiables. This yeah. might have you might have a woman that say, I didn't, I didn't, I've always been blessed enough to date up. Right? They might be like, oh, yeah. he got a he got a gun on him, but I'm smooth and I'm but I'm smooth as butter, baby. I got the I got game <laughs> and I'm confident. So you gotta have that, man. So for the for Mr. Nice Guy, you have to have confidence in yourself. And for the other person, the young, the young lady, it's not I mean people are gonna holler at you. I think I know you're talking about you're a very attractive young lady. But now it's just like, all right. In my, now you gotta kind of have your bullshit meter up too. Like, oh, he ain't about shit. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gotta be like, oh, niggas ain't worth shit. I'm like, oh, I'm good. Thank you. God bless. Keep it moving. So it, I mean, it, so it, it has my, ebbs my, and flows. My perspective is, and, and like I said, this this is just outside perspective looking in on various conversations and things that people post. And like I said, conversations that I've had in person with, with folks. I honestly think that some of it touches on what you mentioned earlier about uh, companionship or loneliness. And I think that people get to a point where, my opinion, people get to a point where it's just like, you know what, I just want somebody around. Or, you know what, I just want somebody to talk to. And then they get into these either relationships or pseudo relationships, you know, kicking it, you know, friends with benefits, whatever you want to call it. But then when they're in those scenarios, it's like, shit, this ain't what I wanted. You know what I mean? But you were so, um, I guess blinded by the fact that like I, I you got to have somebody around or need somebody around or this or that and the other that you you just settle uh, you know what I mean settle for just whatever is going to give you a little bit of attention or settle for you know someone that broke you off a little piece of ass or whatever the case may be you know what I mean I, I, that's just my opinion I think that into people now want just with a lot of things just instant gratification I just want this I know what I want I want it now you know. I just graduated college and I want to make $130,000 a year and I want it now. Well, no, nah, boy, you, you're going to you're gonna have to start from the bottom like everybody else did. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're an entrepreneur or unless you come out and, you know, just this, that, and the third. I mean, not everybody's going to come out like that. And I think that I don't, I don't know how much work people are willing to put in on themselves because you got to be a great you before you can be a great you for some, be great for somebody else. Relationships are hard. Yeah, it's I don't know how much work people are putting in for themselves and the work they're putting in for the other for the other person. 
Yeah, it's it's it, they're, they're, it's hard, man. And it's just like I've been to the point, and I and I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I've I've taken advantage of the fact of this. I've met you know in my past, I've met women who maybe been off divorced or something like that. They was like, yo, I don't really want you. I don't see you for nothing. You in college? You ain't, ain't nothing you can give me but some. You know, it's come plow yeah. me down. And yeah. I was and I was like, all right, cool, because that's all I wanted. So yeah. I mean, there's. I've been to the point of like, yo, like I'm gonna take advantage of this. It's like it's high tide and it's high cotton, it's high high, high cotton picking season, and I'm gonna pick. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta, and sometimes you find you find you, you know you find you like that. But you know, for the two people who were specifically talking about, you gotta have. Yeah. Some well, there's a, I was gonna say, there's, I'm there's, there's, there's I'm a few just, more out there. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just going on what your last comments were, right? Yeah. Like you know, it's just and this is nothing like a diss anything like that. Just like homeboy, this. Have some confidence about yourself. Love you. Be the best you can be. Yeah. And be willing to just look outside your comfort zone. And for the young lady, this, you know, have your bullshit meter up and, and, and make a man show his actions, you know, and make him show his actions and see if he's genuine or not. Because sometimes the best thing can be right in front of your face, but you didn't want to see, you might not want to see that. And I'm not speaking, I'm just saying in, in general. So that's kind of how I feel about it. So I guess this would be kind of the last question. What is your opinion or perspective on people playing their position? So I know. Like playing the position, like, are they like, are you talking about like, or like being a side? That, that too, whether you're a side dude or a side chick, but if you are, you know, you, you, you kicking it with somebody, not necessarily something super official, but you kicking it with somebody and she might have two other cats, like you are one of three. It's not like it's hidden, you know, but it's one of those things where you start to kind of be like, well, damn, you know, I kind of just want to be, you know, be the one. Almost like a she's got to have it type thing. You know what I mean? Ironic enough, that's coming out. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight. So So, it came out tonight or it's coming out tonight. It came out last one, it came out tonight. Well, I mean, I think. In a conversation with a cat, in a conversation with a cat that I know, um, excuse me, uh, from the workplace, and uh, he's in that, he's kind of in that situation. And he's so is he is, 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 he, the, is he the is he the was that Lola not what was her name off she gotta have it no he's not Lola he's okay. one of he's he's one of the, he's one of the cast so oh, chick so, 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 if he's one of your buddies and he's probably the light skinned nigga that, that folded up his clothes nah 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 <laughs> this 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 cat you don't you don't you don't know him we, no, we, no 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 for joking. those who, for those who don't know Mike J and I try one in the we got <laughs> we got a small circle but we know a lot of people in this city um. But no, this 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 cat is is that dude, you know what I'm saying? And and he's kind of feeling like, you know, well, well, damn, like I think that I really want to be like her, like with her or whatever. But he knows that, you know, he's he's just one of the crew. And I'm like, well, I mean, you either need to I, my advice was to him that you either need to play your position, know your role, or you're gonna have to have that difficult talk with yourself and cut it off and just go find something else. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't think you're gonna have a difficult conversation with her because she's not hiding anything. Yeah, you you know what it is, so you have to have, either have a difficult conversation with yourself and move on, or just play your role. You know what I mean? Play play your position. So, what's your thought on that? Either either in that type of scenario, or for people with the whole side piece, side dude, side chick type thing. Like, all right, so I'm gonna pers- be you know I like to be transparent on here. So, and I you know both side noses. I was young. I was a side dude to this chick. Mad naive. She was older, and I was like, maybe I was fresh out of high school. Like, you know, I graduated a semester early, so I met a grown woman and was kicking it with a grown woman. When I was like eighteen, 
I just turned 18, matter of fact. So I played my position well. I knew when to call, when not to call. And this is one time, you know, wasn't no cell phone, wasn't no text and nothing like that. This was straight, you know, this one. <laughs> We both had pagers, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> hit me on the hill. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, ain't no way. Like, yo, yo, hold up, let me pull over. It's my page, Mike. But I knew, right. I knew that. But as you want, as but you know, as you want more, then you're gonna have to have a little difficult conversation. And if somebody's keeping it, like, look, this is all. This it's just, it's just like this. It's like you playing on the team, and it's like all you can say is get ten shots a game, but you feel like you could get twenty shots a game and be an all star. And you're a free agent. You're a free agent. Yeah. You ain't married. You can leave and go yeah. to another team. But if you stay in your position, right. then expect your 10 shots. But if you want to go to yeah. be an all-star, then go, go be a free agent. Like I would tell you, man, go to be a free agent and, and, and get on another team and, 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 be the, and, be the, and be the franchise player. But don't bitch your mom. The MVP. If you if you if you only getting 10 shots a game, the person told you, look, you only getting 10 shots a game. That's on you. Yeah. I so, dig it. I dig it. So, you know, yeah, man. Kinda... So it's interesting. It's just, just interesting conversation. Like I said, you know, on the Grow Managed podcast, we talk about a whole lot of stuff. And, you know, there's moments where we really want to dig deep into some, to some really good social things, some things that are going to move y'all's opinions, some things that are going to move your emotions, um, that sort of thing. So, you know, you, y'all let us know. Y'all tweet us, you know, send us an email, you know, hit us up on the gram, whatever the case may be. And let us know you got some of you guys' opinion on what we just talked about in the talk that talk section man. hey man so let's go ahead and transition to music man we can finish on up and actually this has been one of our longest episodes on wow but we missed y'all in two weeks so hope you're rocking with us so no may 23rd eminem released the marshall mathers lp so that, that was the second joint man so yeah yeah, yeah like man. in 2000 i want to say 2000, yeah we was like yeah y'all was still y'all right. was getting ready to grab i was already out of school i was probably may, say, 20, yeah, I was- may 23rd 2000 i probably was laid up with my with my, with my grown woman <laughs> <Doing them. laughs> shout out to her man. she made a boy she made a boy man but uh <laughs> but go ahead man so like so what have been what i mean i actually ran through yesterday man you know my lady she loved this album man that she's like a big Eminem fan i am not but he could rap his ass off i just never liked his music man so what about you think about this 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 uh about this album i thought the album was dope i like the album i mean i'm an eminem fan i'm not a I'm not an Eminem stan, <laughs> no pun yeah. intended, but I like Eminem. I think he's a dope rapper, and you know, I, I got, I got this album in totality. Um, and damn, I can't think of the first album. What's the name of it? Damn, uh, the whatever. Like, Slim Shady like, album, like, what name is? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I got, I have both of those in totality. Um, but then I just have other pieces of his music here and there. Um, but I thought this was to me. Um, probably one of his top two top three albums album was dope like all the way through um some of my songs off of it like i obviously like stan you know mostly everybody likes stan but i like stan um i like the way i (coughs) excuse me i like the way i am um i like i'm back um What's another damn? I can't think of the other damn song that was on there Uh, the song with yeah i like bitch please yeah Oh man, the, the 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 song he had with with the big dude from D twelve. Um, man, I don't know. Uh, I know you're talking about Amityville it? with yeah. Bazaar. Yeah, I like I like Amityville. That was one of my joints on there. But like, I like the whole album. But them songs kind of stood out to me, man. But I definitely was a big Eminem fan, and I think I think that this album kind of put people on notice for Eminem too. Like it was his second joint. It was hot. 
And I think it really just put folks on notice, like, oh, okay, this this, this cat's coming. You know, this oh, cat's yeah, coming. I always knew he could rap. I mean, I man, that dude can one of the best rappers, like, putting words together. I just, the music was cool. It just ain't never been, like, nothing. Like, I'm a big car person. I'm going to spend a lot of my time in my car. And it just never, like, was really nothing. I'm like, I like to just kind of jam and vibe oh, and stuff. And it was just like, oh, he can rap. But, you know, like, my favorite Eminem song is probably, like, the, uh, Till I Collapse. That's probably one of my favorite ones. He's, like, rapping his ass uh-huh. on there. But that's not on this album, obviously. But yeah, it was dope. I mean, I give him a student props. It's not my thing. But you know, I mean, you know, we definitely I dig it. That. Uh, you know, we've talked about Biggie enough. You know, that's my favorite rapper. I mean, we've I've talked about that. So yeah. I'm trying to get past that. But you know, Buster Rhymes, he turned I don't know how old Buster yeah. is, but that's but Buster has an underrated yeah. uh discography, man. Bro. Yeah, Bro. You know, I remember Bro, hearing him yeah, underrated discography. <laughs> Yeah, this is like, you know, as far as and then like the fact of him like rapping like that and like, you know, even that like that song with him, Chris Brown, like and I'm just going, you know, so some of the people reference like he still had that breath control in his forties to be able to rap like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think like people people obviously always talk about, you know, put your hands where your eyes can see and dangerous and uh damn, I can't do the song with him with him and Janet Jackson, you know. Yeah. People always talk about them, but man, like I low key liked Remember that song, Touch It? Touch it, bring it, baby. Yeah. Watch it. Man, like to me, for whatever reason, like that joint was crazy. Um, and I liked, again, one of my favorite albums of, of his, the Genesis album. We had Break Your Neck on there. Yeah, Break your that's, fucking yeah, that's neck. The, that's the one that Dr. Draper did. Yeah. Man, Break Your Neck. Man, like, like I said, man, he has an underrated discography, bro. Like, Bustin' Rhymes is probably one of my favorite rappers. I'd probably say probably top 25, you know, probably top 20, top 25 favorite rappers, man. Like, dude dude is wild. Like, he he always, you know, it finds a way to, to stay relevant. He can change up with the different generations and, and styles of flow and that sort of thing, man. Like, Bustin' Rhymes is dope, man. So big shout out to that brother, you know, on his birthday for this week, man. Oh man, don't forget about I just I just remember it just because I, my Spotify was on, man. Remember Rhymes Galore from when disaster after when disaster strikes uh yeah. Rhymes Galore. Rhymes Galore. Rhymes yeah, that, Galore. Yeah, I saw oh. that song with Mystical was hard too. I forget. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but yeah, Buster has an undergraded you know discography, man. So shout out to Buster, man. But yeah, we Buster he's Buster man. So I don't think we'll ever get another Buster Rhymes again. So Nah, man. Nah, that's not gonna happen. Buster's is one of a kind, man. Hey, man. But let me ask you this, and we can kind of, we can, we can, we can kind of. Uh, what's the name? Have you listened to any any new the new the new music came out like the DJ Khaled and uh? And, and I the, have not. It ain't bad. I mean, you know, it's got some songs on there I like, but I ain't gonna front though. Song that I was uh, I mean, I, I listen to that. I listen to Meg The Stallion album. I feel like that mug is gonna like if you take your brother to the Shake Joint. That's gonna be that's, yeah. that's gonna be pop. <laughs> but like but no joke though, she can rap rap. Like she can she can rap. Like she so I give it that and I listen to another album. I like have you listened to Ari Lennox? No, no, she can like she can I rap. Like I if I if I'm telling you this, I'm she can rap. Like she, there's no thing she can oh, rap. Okay. I mean I res- I, res- I respect your, your your musical uh discernment. I ain't gonna push you on no bullshit. And you might not you might not like it, but I ain't she but she can rap. It ain't like this ain't nobody writing her rhymes or anything like no, she raps. But I know this, this is to- this is totally totally random, bro. Totally random. Who's your top two female rappers in your just for you? Not of necessarily all, they're saying they're, they're best, just, just yeah, of for you. Time. Uh who's your top two. 
Um, I don't know. That's that's tough, man. Cause you know, it's just like, I mean, I always respect the light. I always like, you know, Queen Latifah. I love Rhapsody. I think Rhapsody's rapping her ass off. Uh, I always, uh, what's the name? Uh, Remy can rap her ass off. But as far as a project, probably my favorite would probably be Rhapsody because that's I've listened to her music more lately. I mean, when hell, when MC Light, I was a kid. Her and Queen Latifah, when they was rapping, rapping, I was I was a kid. So I don't know. That would have to like. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying for you. I'm not saying that's a I'd have to like, like. Yeah, I mean, it's more than this for me to say top. It's, yeah, yeah. it's kind of hard. That's because it wouldn't be fair because it's like you know I think hardcore is one of my favorite albums. So I mean, I mean, that's just that's tough. I'd have to like really. I'm a you know I'm a very analytical when it comes to my music. So I'd have to really <laughs> think about it. what about yourself. Uh, just. just people that I like and flow, like I said, no particular project, not saying somebody's bad or good, you know, or not good or whatever. But for me, I'm going to probably say Rhapsody and Mia X. Yeah. Was probably I, my Mia X. I mean, I like Gangsta Boy. It's so, many, it's so many that I have to like, I mean, to, I me, me, yeah. to me and Mia X was also on another level, bro. Like Mia X was on another damn level. Yeah, I had to look for me. It's just like, all right, you rapping. Now we're going to look at your albums, you know? So I had to like really, really go back. Cause like, cause Gangsta Boo could rap her ass off too. It's just like, it's just so many. You'd have to like really, for me, you have to, I had to really think about it. But yeah. <coughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to the, you know, to women rappers, man. I'm always, cause I don't want a whole bunch of rappers, a whole bunch of testosterone, man. It ain't about, you know, I, I want some different things. Women going to bring something different to the table. So shout out to Oh yeah. Doing it, man. So, hey, man. So, I think that's a really oh, 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 one thing. One more thing before we go, man. Shout out to Meek Mill, man. He's supposed to be getting another trial because Meek then went through a lot with that judge and that that old case that was like he happened was like eighteen. He had like a dirty cop and all that stuff, man. So, like I said, we we've talked about politics a lot in this podcast. But y'all got to vote. And it's not just for the president. Yeah. You got to vote in your local because yes, the district attorney is somebody who is a public is a, who is in the public office. Judges are public offices. Those are your local judges. So y'all got to vote. So that's that's really it, man. So Botar, go ahead and hit us with a uh, go ahead and hit us with a positive moment, man. So I can get this mug edited, cut down, and we can get it posted, and I can get to the gym and go, go give me a fish sandwich. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, I'm I'm gonna leave y'all with this, uh, you know, just to help get y'all through this week or whatnot. Uh, happiness is not the absence of problems. It's the ability to deal with them. So let that sizzle in your spirit for the week. And uh, thank y'all for rocking with the Grown Mesh podcast. And we will holler at y'all later. All right, no doubt, man. Appreciate everything. All in, all our contact information will be in the uh, in the episode, <laughs> episode description. So we'll holler at y'all. Peace. <laughs>